In today's highly competitive mortgage industry, building profitable relationships with real estate agents is essential for success. However, finding effective ways to secure agent relationships can be a challenge. With so many mortgage loan originators vying for the attention of real estate agents, it can be difficult to stand out and establish meaningful connections. Our new case study featuring loan officer Chris Coghill is a must read. Chris has closed a remarkable 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals. And in this case study, he shares his proven strategies for building strong relationships with real estate agents and leveraging those relationships to drive more business. To get your hands on this resource, head over to locastudy.com and download your free copy of the case study today. You'll find actionable insights and practical tips that Chris used to close 36 million in funded loans from agent referrals and how you can too. Don't miss out. Go check it out right now. Visit locastudy.com and download your free copy today. Hey, what's up? Jeff Zimfer, host of the Mortgage Marketing Radio podcast. So happy you are choosing to tune in. Hey, a uh, quick reminder, uh, not sure if this is your first episode. If so, welcome to the fam. And if it's not your first episode, uh, welcome back. And uh, if you've been listening now for some time and haven't yet less left us a review, uh, please do so. I would love to hear what you think of the podcast. So you know where to do that, wherever you're listening, Spotify, iTunes, et cetera. You just click, find the buttons, find the place, do the thing, leave the review. And then uh, I'd love to uh, hear from you that you left me a review. As a matter of fact, you can go to my Instagram page at Mortgage Marketing Radio and just DM me review and there'll be a special surprise gift bonus in there for you. So that's uh, Instagram, Mortgage Marketing Radio. Let me know that you left a review. Just enter, uh, DM me the uh, word review and uh, I'll be in touch. Okay, so uh, before we get into this week's very special guest, I wanted to give you a quick update what's happening in the field. As you may know, I'm in the field every single week in my local market and then nationally through our small group of uh, elite loan officers that are doing cool things in their local market to actually grow and move their business forward even in today's market. So quick couple uh, updates coming to you. This one's from Nick. Nick's been uh, a member of our community now for, gosh, a little over a year, I think, if not quite a bit longer than that. And uh, Nick just shared a story with that he had a one and a half hour call with an agent who did 83 transactions last year. They talked all things social media, and Nick was able to actually give this agent who does 83 transactions to share resources with his agent that he did not have, specific to the agent's YouTube channel and social media. And this agent had watched classes that Nick had been teaching by way of our small group membership, had been watching the classes that Nick had been teaching, and had never signed up, had watched Nick teach five classes and be consistent. And this is what led to the conversation, is this agent who sold 83 homes was impressed with what Nick was doing and wanted to learn more. And Nick made a point about the classes is you never know who's seeing the classes. You know, we're helping you promote them on social media through the images and the content we give you. We're helping you promote them through email and SMS, uh, through messaging and outbound efforts, 
through the uh, list of top producing agents we provide for you in our membership. And Nick followed the program. He just kept doing it, just kept flipping, doing it, as he says, forgetting about being perfect, screwing up and move on. And now this agent and he are in conversations together. And Nick says he will get his business, his office's business, because he has more to offer than his current lending partner. Unique value. We're going to hear about more about value in just a moment from our special guest who's been on my uh, radar for some time. But before we do, if you want to learn more about what we do, how we help people like Nick and other mortgage professionals across the country, get conversations, get awareness, and deliver unique, tangible value to agents that no one else is delivering, you can go to mortgagemarketing.pro. It's not for everybody. Schedule a time with me for a brief conversation. We'll see if there's a fit. And if so, we welcome you to the family. And if there's not a fit, hey, we'll part as friends and you'll still enjoy this podcast and I'll enjoy having you as a listener. So this week, my special guest, Wally Elliberry, who is just an amazing human being, father and role model. I think, dare I say, I'm fan fanboying here a little bit <laughs> uh, in a lot of different ways. And Wally's been on my radar for a number of years to have him as a guest on the podcast. Saw him recently give a, a a talk at Sales Mastery. Again, Todd Duncan, Sales Mastery. If you haven't been, you should be. And once again, always just thoroughly impressed with what Wally's doing. And so it's an honor to have him share how he's grown his business to now over $200 million. And we're going to break down a couple, just a couple key concepts that I want you to take notes on. This is one of those you're going to want to go back and listen to. You're going to want to pause and write down the ideas and most importantly, implement them because there's two or three nuggets on here that if you just picked one of them, uh, particularly the one where Wally talks about doing the annual mortgage efficiency reviews and how he was able to partner with financial planners and others to take his database from 2,000 past clients to over 26,000 people in his database. You're going to want to listen to this episode and you're going to take action on these ideas. And then check out what Wally's offering through the website, uh, the show notes here at coachwally.com. That's also where you'll find links to uh, uh, what we're offering in our platform with the agent classes, mortgagemarketing.pro. Those links are in the show notes. And uh, look for more good stuff to come from Wally. He's just uh, doing amazing things out there. So without further ado, let's get into this week's show. Wally, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, huge honor. Definitely a big fan and, and looking forward to, to adding value. The honor is ours as well. Uh, for those that don't know who Wally Elliberry is, why don't you uh, tell us how long you've been in the biz and whatever else you want to share about you? So I'm old. Um, I'm 44, but I've been in the business. Actually, I'll be 44 this weekend, by the way. Um, and I started when I was 24 years old. So uh, I'm sorry. I've been in the business 24 years. I wish we could do this over. <laughs> so when I was 19 years old. Um, and, uh, now I'm 44, so it's a very long time. So yeah. going on 25 years, a quarter of a century. Wow. So I built it, started the business, probably started taking my business pretty serious back in like 2013. Mm -hmm. Back then the business was like 36 million or so, somewhere in that range. Then that following year went to from 36 million to 80 million. And then, you know, got broke the hundred million dollar barrier like three years ago. Next year was 150 million. Year after that was 200 million, and now I've taken my models and systems, and now I coach and lead loan officers to be able to reduplicate that. Fantastic! All right, so first question for you: What's the hardest growth stretch? Is it the 30 to 100, or you know, because you hear hear people say making your first million is the hardest, and then after that it gets easier? What's the hardest in origination? 
I'd probably say, yeah, the 2014 to 2015 run where you're doing almost 40 million. But uh, the big number one key factor that I did was I was working with like 42, 43 solo agents in 2014. Mm. So over 40 agents and trying to keep everybody intact and, you know, names, phone numbers and blah, 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 and had no assistant. And went to hire my first assistant back in 2014, I went from 43, 43 realtors doing 40 million a year to three mega agents, three mega agents doing 80 million a year. The number one thing, the hardest thing in my whole entire career was walking away from 40 plus solo agents and not doing business with them anymore. And landing three mega agents and having to be of caliber to be able to attract three mega agents. So mega agents, the realtor, it does over a hundred million dollars a year in closes. Okay. So there's this like only nine, there's only nine here locally in Dallas, Fort Worth, and we work with seven of the nine. Really? I'm respected. So it's just where as a loan officer, most loan officers go off, go after like lower producing agents because they don't really know how to add value. I hired a real estate coach in 2013 that coached me for 16 months of how to be the best, the hat for teaching me. It was like $6,000 a month, but coaching me how to be the best realtor possible, how to host the best open houses, how to do the best listing presentations, how to do the, the best, like, pie events like made me the best realtor possible and all i did was take what he taught me and went and started coaching realtors take what he taught me and went and started coaching realtors and before i knew it gary keller uh with keller williams asked me to be i'm the only lender period to be on part of his maps program it's called a one thing certified coach speaker and trainer and then i started hosting classes of how to coach realtors to do more business so that's how i was able to land three mega agents Okay. There's a lot in there. Like the whole episode <laughs> right there. <laughs> um, okay. So you decided to coach realtors. You paid, you know, uh, obviously an expensive amount of money for, to get this coach to learn how to be do, to do that. Um, one would think, now you use this uh, probably in advance of approaching those $100 million producers because you want to kind of like, like you said, add value, have something of uniqueness to offer, right? That's part of the reason why you went down that road. Yeah. Okay. Yep. What? So let's let's deal with the first perception of, but but wait a minute. Don't these mega producers already have it all figured out? <clears throat> they do, and I never went to the top. I've okay. worked my way up. So okay. work. I basically, <clears throat> I find out when they had open houses and who's in open houses, buyers agents or the mega agents. I'd go there, establish a relationship. I walk in there, one arm would be a, a, a box of cookies and the other arm would be sodas. And I have my mortgage coach presentation and I'd ask myself if I can be there during their open house and I'll help drive traffic to your check-in sheet. And I started talking and finding gap, gaps in their business, gaps in their business. And then when I started helping them and either improve their efficiency for the open house, like, you know, for instance, most people that know this, but most people think a realtor goes, puts a sign in the yard and does the open house and then they fill out a, a form. Well, there's a door knocking strategy. The door knock 10 doors to the right, 10 doors to the left, 10 doors behind, one street behind, 10 doors in front. And then there's also another strategy for open houses of being able to do a social media marketing around that specific area for at least the five days before the open house, like traffic, 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 traffic. 
right? So as I'm sitting there with these realtors doing these open houses, I'm, I'm spinning these great, this idea after idea after idea. And it's like, well, I don't know how to do this. Well, I do. So I want to earn, I want to be your lending partner. I want to help you grow your business. In return, I want to earn you referrals. Well, why don't you let me help my, why don't you let me help you do this on social media? Why don't you help me let you help you do this on the door knocking aspect? Of why don't you, and I just, and then from there, they just they allowed me to help. And when the buyer's agent became a raving fan for me, what did I ask in return? Go tell your team leader. Go tell your team leader. Go tell your team leader. Before I knew it, the team leaders were calling me and said, hey, like you help Sally, you help Bob, you help Betty. Um, why don't you come in and grab a cup of coffee? Wow, that's brilliant. Um, okay. Did you intentionally target these buyer's agents that you knew were part of that larger team? Yes, absolutely. So that was strategic, number one. Um, number two, back to that, the tactics you're talking about, the door knocking, kind of what they call circle prospecting in the real estate space. So that's, I mean, again, I'm kind of finding that, you know, because I, I, I mean, to me, circle prospecting is like one of the obvious things that an agent should be doing, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. What do, what do you think the percentage is of them doing it? Right. Uh, it's 10%, 20, I don't know. Yeah. Very low. And that's it, right? And that's where, like, you know, one of my favorite mega agents I ever landed, uh, we'll leave, leave her name name nameless, but her buyer's agent, uh, the year I landed, he, he did 54 open houses in a 12-month count. Mm. 54 open houses. He was doing two plus a week. And what was phenomenal about that is helping somebody of that magnitude be more efficient and more effective via the circle prospecting, via the balloons in the, in the, in the front yard, via the follow-up strategies, via the, the flyers on, on doors, and the digital aspect of it, the private messages creating and going to that private Facebook group. Being able to add value to him, we did that. For, that was the first year we broke 100 million, and he was 36 million over 100 million. He wow. was one, one dude that I met at Open House was 36 million over 100 million. And he was a part of a larger team? He was a part of a larger team that was doing about $300 million in closings. And so you got invited to be part to the party, so to speak. Yeah. I, I'm going to assume there was an in-house lender there or a team, you know, a lender association. They prefer, yeah, they had to prefer a lender of like 15 years. And, that, and, that's, and that's fine. I'm not intimidated by that, right? All I ever ask is, hey, I'm going to add value to you. And if you find me valuable, allow me to provide for my family. Right, right, right. Closing. Okay. Very cool. I'm just going to keep going because you can handle the rapid fire stuff. Uh, the social media strategy, we're back to the open house. So that is that running Facebook ads with like a custom audience or what is that? That's exactly what it is. Basically creating a Facebook ad, writing the custom audience and then creating a lookalike, lookalike audience. Right. That area. And oh. then- What's what's shocking to some and still to me, you know, because you think about the buyer's agent on this large team, you would think that the team would coach or instruct the buyer's agent to do circle prospect, right? Yeah. But you found that that's not always the case. Yeah. And it's kind of like what you told me earlier on the call was before we hopped on, uh, you've seen me around and around sales mastery. And you remember what you said about execution? Yeah. That's the biggest biggest difference is I've really, really effectively learned how to dissect a big project. Mm. But to bite down, size down pieces, and execute the size down pieces. Okay, wow. So listen, everybody listening, that one strategy right there, 
Like if you just help go to these open houses and help them be more effective, efficient, execute on the stuff we all know should be getting done. And by the way, it seems obvious, but I want to highlight what might be the obvious is there's a perception that, oh, they already know what to do, right? But you've clearly illustrated, as I see every day in my chair that I'm in and what I do locally in my market, I talk to, quote, top producing realtors every day who are not executing on things they know they should be, but they're not. But Wally comes in, that's your unique value add is I can help execute on this. And you're solving a big pain point for them. Uh, absolutely. And I'm doing something even more importantly than that. I'm giving back their time. Ah, yes. I'm giving them back their time. And then what is their time, what is their time worth? Right. Is that mm-hmm. worth a referral to me a week? Is that worth a referral to me a day? Mm-hmm. If they're on a big top producing team like that, they have business, they have referrals, they have clients. Right. Yeah. Right. To add, to be able to add value, you have to be valuable. Okay. So here's another thought I had with uh, you articulating what you do. And, and I always try and put the listeners, like the feedback, the que- you know what I mean? What I know about the general audience of, of loan officers as a whole. Did you have to set your ego aside to do that? No, dude, I, I was, um, uh, I've got an amazing wife at home, but her, I mean, I got to provide for her. I've got to provide for my two sons. I mean, I would, I, I'd come to your house and clean your toilet if I, if I needed to, to pay my mortgage for our family. So there was no ego I had to provide. As simple as that. Willing to do what it takes. Because people, how do I add value? How do I show up and be different? Right? Are you willing to do what Wally just described here and get out there and roll up your sleeves? That's a work plan. <laughs> I think it's. I think every every. I think Dave Savage just said this before, maybe like three six months ago, and I'm like, I thought he was crazy. But he said, um, you literally have to take your 2022 business plan and throw that damn thing out the window. Like this market changed so much that your business plan makes zero sense. There's nothing on that business plan you're going to be able to execute. And you got to get back to the basics, face-to-face, heart-to-heart, relationship to relationship. You got to get to that back to the basics. And I, I mean, I, I've got 12 loan officers that work for me here, here in the branch and, and uh, in power lending. And I, I walk out there all the time and they're like, why are you here? Like literally, why are you here? Right. And right. It's, it's cool. It's funny. Like I was walking a second ago and I walked out the front of the restroom and there's a loan officer. Shane's like, I'm leaving. I'm just here for five minutes and, and I'm all the way out. I've got a coffee appointment. I'm like, good, good. Get, get out of here. You don't need to be in the office. Right. Go, go hit the streets. Hmm. Um, all right, man. There's so much th- flowing through my head. Let, let me briefly then touch on you going after the teams. You mentioned classes. It's near and dear to my heart. Anybody listening knows I lead with classes and education did when I was originating. What can you tell me more about the classes you did or do? How do you integrate those? Yeah, I, I'd say, you know, Michael Mayer taught me this and I was on this pack house a couple weeks and Armando him teaching me this. And he came up with the three and a half most powerful questions. He taught that to me. Three and a half most powerful questions. Hmm. What have you tried? What are you going to try next? How are you going to try it? And by when? Hmm. That's a conversation. Literally, when you're talking to a realtor, like, hey, what have you tried? How are things going? Talking about your business. I've been trying to prospect. Da-da. Those three and a half most powerful questions lead you to one thing. Gaps in their business. Love that. And I would take notes of those at the coffees and lunches, and I would just be a listening ear. Right. 
and I'm writing down gap, 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 gap. And what did I do? I came back to my friend Google mm-hmm. and I said, Hey Google, what's the, what's, how did, how do you do the best open house? Mm-hmm. How do you do the best listening presentation? How do you do the best? And it was like, boom, boom, boom. Hey Mike, I was talking to you the other day. You said that you, you uh, were having challenge with listing presentation of getting buy-in. You want to increase that conversion rate. Have you ever thought about doing that, that, that? And I'm freaking reading off Google of what that, that, that was. Right. Right. But it gave them ideas and the loan officers were calling them that day. Hey, kind of referral, kind of referral, kind of referral. Yes. But I figured out where they can improve on the listing presentation, got on the phone and that's adding value by being valuable. Yes. It reminds me of a quote I go to often of a realtor I worked with back in the day, Long Beach, California, Walter Sanford, uh, sold a home a day every day for 16 years. Um, and what he told me w- about bringing ideas to real estate agents is even if they never use or implement the idea, it's the fact that you brought them the idea is the difference maker. Well, and then also the, the conversations that you have, I can't tell you how many times I'd, I'd go to these real estate conferences or seminars or classes. Oh, you're Wally, you helped da da da. And I, and I, and I don't mean this in a way like I was never the real estate agent whisperer, right? That was never me. I was never at that magnitude, but I built an influence here in Dallas of me being able to improve realtors' businesses, mm-hmm. improve realtors' efficiencies, effectiveness, that it became a recruiting platform for me to come in and be their coach. Mm-hmm. You're a mortgage loan officer that coaches realtors because you got the certification and Gary Keller backing you up with the One Thing Maps coaching. I got my certification as John Maxwell leadership coach. Um, Zig Ziglar effective coach. His program was called Effective Coaching. You know these are these are motivational efficiency leaders, and it is important to me that I had the credibility, and now they saw the capability of me being able to coach them. Right. So it's not just the certifications that created the credibility; it's what you did right yeah. with them. It's the conversations. Uh, is what and, you also, and they also see the trajectory that Team Wally was doing, you know, from 30, 36 million to 80 million to 100 million to 150 to 200 million. And what's super cool is like, I'm like an open book. So if you go to my Facebook page, you see my life. Mm-hmm. You see that from the golf trips to the, the, the lifestyle, like how the hell do you have that lifestyle and you got this big ass business? Oh, and you have 11 apartment complexes that you own, over 480 rentals. And you're you're you took two weeks off to 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 go to Boston and, and uh, MIT to be with your son at his at his college program there. Like that shows them you can have a big ass business, massive amount of wealth, and with quality time. Wow. It, it is they want that. They want that ability to have a quality life, a big business, and wealth of residual income. All right. Quick side note: your your son's in MIT. Uh, son is a 15 year old. Uh, he is, um, he summer program last year, uh, to go at MIT for like a, um, me, uh, like a week with a professor. And, uh, I, I was the intimidated one. So this, I, do, I do a father and son trip once a year. Yeah. I've got two boys. Uh, I call him Braden the Brave. He's 17 now, but he's my golfing buddy. So he and I went to Kiwa Island, played 36 holes a day for three days. Super easy. It put like zero thought in it. I had a blast. However, I had more fun with Alex Alex, because I don't even know how to spell the word engineer. Um, but I, I watched 
golly, I'd probably say six weeks worth of engineering YouTube videos. And I memorized five questions because it was going to be me and Alex and this professor for like a week. I got there. I got nervous as hell. Forgot two of the questions. I just remember. <laughs> and uh, I was asking these questions throughout. And the professor, one of the, the professor goes, oh, that's a really good question. Da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I, I got one. Nailed it. And it was just like, it's comical when I've got to watch YouTube videos to be able to talk to my, now he's, now Alex is 15. Um, but to be able to talk to this son. So he, that's where he wants to go. He was just in Notre Dame uh, about two weeks ago. And uh, now he's wanted to talk about possibly Notre Dame. So mm. uh, I'm going to keep him as far away from mortgage and everything else as possible to where he just, he just reaches his dreams. That's awesome. No, I can relate to that. Cause I think my son applied my older son to M- MIT. He's at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo right now. Okay. Junior. That's a well top, top 10 engineering school as well. So, but yeah, I don't, I can't, I, I didn't do what you do, which is watch those YouTube videos, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to have to impress him when he comes home in seven days, I'm going to watch something and I'm going to ask him a question. He'll be like, well, how did you know that? <laughs> well, it, and also like, dude, like on Instagram, I'm always um, following different types of engineering and like cooling ideas like that. And all I'm, I'm like sending it, you know, a DM to Alex. Hey dude, this was a cool thing. That's why I learned from it. And it's like, I'm just trying to communicate with him, communicate with him in his language. It just, he's so smart and just so brilliant that I've, um, it's cool to feel like we can relate to that and it's getting easier Where before I felt like it was, it was right. work because yeah. I didn't know much about engineering. That's funny. Cause I've, I've done the opposite of that parallel as I've done the expose them to Jim Rohn and expose them to like, you know, all the mindset leadership stuff that I think they need coming up in the world. So hopefully like, you know, prepare them for the future. So that's cool. We're doing similar stuff. Yeah, I think it was some great parenting advice I got was um, do what your kids want to do with you, mm-hmm. not do what you want to do with your kids. Exactly. So we, we sit down every every December and we plan out the following year's vacations. I do ten family vacations a year, five vacations with my wife a year, and five golfing vacations a year. So the ten family vacations, Braden and Alex get to plan them out. Really. So, yeah. So it's what's pretty the, the cadence on that. Like once a quarter. Um, that's, that's like yeah, I mean, on summer on, on the summer. It's usually like, Oh, you stack. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Wow. That's cool. People right now want to know how the hell you do that, but let's come back to, um, okay. Back to the, okay. You're coaching realtors and stuff is part of the way you built up this. Hey, Wally's known as the guy who coaches agents, helps agents, whatever you also at some point, your presence to your point earlier about guys, why you here, you were seen everywhere. Is that accurate? Like your, your presence in the realtor community locally, I'm sure you built that up. Yeah, I definitely did. But the biggest thing was I'd probably go to a real estate training class at least once a week, if not more than once a week. Uh, Most of these real estate companies will have a weekly script training class. So right. I'd go in there and I would be role playing with a realtor and, and, um, talk about success that had that week of script, ask questions. And right. what did I do when I left? Hey, Bob, I really enjoyed talking with you and, and script practicing with you. Will you be my script accountability partner? I'll call you every day at 8 a.m. We'll do it for 15 minutes and you go on your way. Hmm. Loan officer, script practice, accountability with a realtor that produces a lot of business. Right. Did that worked out well for us, maybe. Um, and then, you know, I, there, was, there was one of my favorite classes for Keller Williams. It's called uh, Recruit Select. Now it's called Career Visioning. 
but it was how to build a team and how to build a, 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 a business. And it's like a lot of leadership coaching. So majority of the producers were in that class were producers that did 50 million, 75 million, $100 million realtors and more. And then there, I'd go in the class, sit in the front row, establish a, a friendship bond right, right off the bat with the speaker, the speaker that's teaching that class, or I'd reach out to them beforehand and just let them know, hey, I'm a lender. I'm not part of Keller Williams, but I'm here to learn from you. And this is what I've been able to build from y'all's teaching. I took that class 11 times. Wow. Three-day class. I took it 11 times. Now, if I'm in the room with $50 million producers to $200 million producing realtors, Mm-hmm. Now I'm understanding how to build a mega agent real estate team. And I've reduplicated that in, in team all in the team that we built. Do you think that gives me authority and, or relationship with those agents to continue that, that conversation after that class? Yeah. Yeah. I'm still right next to them for eight hours a day for God's sakes for three days. And it's just easy to continue that relationship. And this applies though, for people who aren't even building quote team Wally, you know what I mean? They're just an individual LL. Yeah, I mean, there used to be no Team Wally back in the day, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's, you you didn't start with Team Wally out of the gate. No, no. <laughs> I, was, I was Team Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, what about you? Did you ever, or do you ever, teach classes to agents yourself? Um, yeah, I, I, I they uh, there's a Berkshire Hathaway office here in Dallas that has me come teach uh, the one thing certification or one thing class. Um, also, there's uh, five levels of leadership that I teach the John Maxwell's course. Got it. So it might behoove uh, loan officers to have a certain mm, knowledge set, right, of information that they could relay to agents, teams, and offices that they would find value in, whether that be, you know, teaching agents how to do social media or video or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I mean, I I think what you've got to figure out is there's a great book I read that changed my life. It's called Positioning and Niching by Jack Reese. Positioning and Niching by Jack Reese. I'd probably say top three best books I've ever read in my life. Top three best wow. books. That says a lot knowing you read a book a week. Uh, uh, position and niching, niching and like change the way I look at everything. And basically I'll give you kind of the gist of it. It says you, whatever industry you go into, you've got, you've got to create a niche for yourself in the industry and you've got to build it to where you're number one or number two in that niche. Well, I studied around and I saw that, I saw the, you know, like the Denise Donahue's of the world, one of the best digital marketers or social media branding humans like in history, like in any industry, right? Well, that's not me. Like, mm-hmm. I would love to think I'm as brilliant as, as her or any of us. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. But I love systems. I love efficiencies. I love models. And I'm like a, a, a geek in that. I really love that so much. That became how I built and structured your team and the models and systems wow. to where you know, there's a agent that was on a, um, that was, I remember that lead buyer's agent that I told you that, that we did $36 million a year on for open houses. Well, he wanted to go branch off and build his own team. Well, what did I do? I set up a CRM, a program encoded, customized, uh, my, Josh, my tech guy did. We set up his ring central, his phone system. We set up his email click funnel campaigns. We set up his social media pages over and over and over and over. Like, uh, he's one of my best friends, but if he fired me tomorrow, how the hell is he going to rebuild all that? Yeah. Right? You, well, that's called pain of disconnect. <laughs> <laughs> but I needed, I needed to be able to add value to do that. 
Right. Right. hundred percent. All right. So that is a big headline from this section is adding value, equipping or learning the skills that you need to add that value, which clearly is not, Hey, I can help you do a loan. Right. That is valuable, but that's not necessarily unique. Yeah. Okay. Um, great. Let's pivot then for a moment to what you, uh, partially talked about at sales mastery, which I wanted to cover here, which is this, uh, Loan concierge concept, right? So loan concierge is something that we, you know, at least I've heard about. I think people generally understand when they hear the word, they're like, oh, concierge, I get it. Somebody who helps. Would you do me a favor and just kind of like articulate what your version of a loan concierge is and what roles they fulfill? Yeah, I mean, I woke up in 2017 after Todd Duncan beat this in my head a thousand times that my back then 2017 i think the team was doing like maybe 75 million 100 million somewhere in that range and it had zero value imagine working for almost two decades of your career building a 7500 million dollar team and having zero value mm. and what todd was trying to help me understand is your business is valueless and has no ebitda no nothing simply because you're 90 plus percent realtor brand new business. And I was like, I was like 6% realtor past client. I'm sorry, uh, database past client business. Mm-hmm. I, had, I mean, any business that has repeating past clients. So at that time, I built a great leadership team that started taking over the relationships of mortgage and doing the loans. So I got back my time and I started doing annual mortgage reviews with clients. But I was that lender that, you know, I closed you, I'd find a realtor, get a client, close a loan, get a commission, repeat. But if rates dropped, I'd call you and act like I was your best friend. I, I don't know if I might be the only one out there, but that was me for <laughs> probably not. Now, now, with that being said, I started reaching out and I said, hey, you know, we closed the mortgage a year ago, five years ago, seven years ago, what, whatever it is. I want to start doing an annual mortgage review with you. Give me about 15 minutes of your time. And I'm going to go through and dissect where the mortgage is today through my mortgage coach. Through the mortgages today, my goal is to find inefficiencies I can help coach you on. Obviously, those led, led to refinances around that time, but I found clients that did not have their homestead exemption filed. In Texas, you get a discount on your taxes for having a homestead exemption filed. I had clients that had an escrow shortage because they never shopped around their home insurance. I had clients that they were like at a 60% loan to value, for God's sakes, but still paying MI on a conventional loan. Right, none of that has to do with any of the refinance. I had clients that their taxes went through the roof, but they, they don't don't know how to dispute the taxes, and the county had their 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 square footage incorrect. So it gave me the ability to add value, and at the same time, what I realized was they were asking me questions like, "Hey, Wally, like I've got this. Uh, I need a CPA. Who do you know as a CPA?" And like, I got my dude that does my taxes, but I don't really have a partnership one. What about a financial advisor? Hey, Wally. I should get life insurance. Hey, Wally, should I should I get do a family will and trust? They were reaching out to me and asking me for referrals, and I just didn't have a wealth. Now we call it the wealth team. But so 2018, we started focusing on doing annual mortgage reviews. 2019, we started building a wealth team. So what was really, really, you know, it's a godsend. Obviously, we know what happened 2020 and 2021 with grades. But I started with a database of roughly around a thousand people. And over the two, three years from 2018 to like 2019, it went up to like 2,000 people. But what's great, I realized like 
I built a client concierge team that would reach out to these clients and set up appointments on my calendar to do annual mortgage. So that's all a client concierge originally was. Bob, that would call a client and Bob would schedule an appointment on my calendar to reschedule once and I'd have an appointment on my calendar. But then I realized my client concierge can also do a seven-day call. My client concierge can also do a 30-day call. My client concierge can also do a six-month call. And yes, my client concierge can schedule my annual mortgage. What was phenomenal about that format is that I was able to take those four things, the seven-day call, 30-day call, and the scripts and models and systems that I built, the six-month call, and then the annual mortgage view, and sit down with my financial advisors, sit down my, with my CPAs, sit down with my family will attorney, sit down with my insurance agent, sit down with my real estate mega agent teams. And that's the key, how to go from... 2,000 people in the database, and now we've got over 26,000 people at HomeBot. Mm-hmm. 26,000 households at HomeBot. <clears throat> in 2023, late 2024, when we hit a refi boom, how's that going to work out for me? <laughs> right? Mm. It's not too late. And that's where, like, you know, clients, people have taught loan officers that, that I coach or loan officers that have reached out to do site visits. Like, what? Well, you only did that really when rates were, um, super low and, and you're able to capture like big database that uh, I might have, I'm not saying you're wrong. However, it's not too late to adopt one of your realtors or CPAs databases into your world. Now start doing any mortgage reviews and within 12 months or 48 months or whatever it is when the next refi bonus hits, you're going to crush it. So to me, that was worth a $15 an hour client concierge that was scheduled as appointments for me. So, do me a favor if you could. I might have missed it. I'm I'm trying to dot the lines over from that growing your database. When you said sit down with my CPA, sit down with your, you know, and you're doing these, you know, reviews, if you will, or discussions at the 736, 12 month mark. How does that ultimately lead to you get doubling your database essentially or more? Yeah, it's just let's just say you're a financial advisor. Uh, what am I doing? I'm asking the three and a half most powerful questions, right? And I'm finding gaps in your business. One of my favorite questions to ask is. Dude, I'm, I'm so super blessed that I really start focusing on my database and, and adding value to them on a monthly or quarterly basis. Do you, Mr. Financial Advisor, ever struggle to adding value to your past clients? Hmm. <clears throat> Seven out of 10 times, the answer is yeah. You know, we're, we try to add value, but you know, I do an annual financial review of them once a year and you know, we, we, send them a, we send them a Christmas card and a birthday card. Uh, and the response I have is like, well, what if, what if there's other ways for you to add value to your database through your partners? What if there's other ways that you can add value through your database for, with, with other partners? They ask what that is, and I say, hey, I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to show you. Email me a copy of your mortgage statement. Financial advisor emails me a copy of the mortgage statement. I go through and do a TCA. Act like they're one of our past clients, do a home bought form, and I call them, do an annual mortgage review. Mm-hmm. I go through the mortgage and dissect everything and anything they have in the mortgage, where the inefficiencies are. And today they're not called annual mortgage reviews, they're called mortgage efficiency checkups. Mortgage efficiency checkups. Because we start calling clients over their rates are at two, three percent, like, well, I don't need to do another call. I'm like, well, there's effic- efficiencies we can help you focus on. But uh, we can save that for later. But once I crushed an annual mortgage review with that financial advisor, simple question from there, it's a closing question. Would you see benefit if I did this for your clients? Right? 
the majority of times they'd send me to the database, we'd make an email intro video of me and the financial advisor and send it out through BombBomb, then my team starts calling. Um, <clears throat> so some would say, hey, I can't give you my database, but would we create an opt-in structure through HomeBot for them to opt-in? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, other financial advisors would come back to me and say, hey, I don't want to do an opt-in and I don't want to do a, I don't want to send you my database. Here's what I do want to do. I do an annual face-to-face um, or a Zoom uh, meeting, an uh, annual financial meeting, but uh, my team will request their, t- their mortgage statement 30 days before. I'll email you the mortgage statement. You record a TCA and you record a, um, a total cost analysis uh, mortgage coach. And I, then I made a video attached to it. I put it together in a nice format, made their home bot. They, when they sat down with uh, the client to do their annual financial review at their office, they'd hit the play button and I'd start talking about the mortgage efficiencies. Then they would reach out to me from there for because they saw the value from the call I made. The point I'm trying to make is the way I got my database from here to here was I went out to referral partners and started doing annual mortgage reviews for them. Then the gatekeepers released their databases. Wow. That's uh, brilliant, man. Really. <laughs> Thank you. Simple dad gum, brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm serious. Like, I'm blown away by the brilliance and simplicity of it. To be honest with you, Dude, like, I, mean, I was just trying to provide my family, man. It's, <laughs> like I, it's just, it, it, it's, it's uh, better than cleaning toilets. <laughs> no, that's amazing. Like, I'm just sitting here listening, trying to imagine the shock and awe people that are driving and just heard that built out right now. Like that strategy is something everyone can do. 100%. Assuming you have a tool like Mortgage Coach or whatever, but still, you know, we're fans of Mortgage Coach here. But the way that it demonstrates value in advance is powerful. Sorry, go ahead. Well, even if you don't have Mortgage Coach, what is Mortgage Coach? Like 75 bucks? Go get Mortgage yeah. Coach. I mean, yeah. um, and that's where it's just like, that's one thing I've been blessed with and I really enjoy doing is connecting those dots. I yeah. uh, take such a big goal that, or a big exercise or big whatever. And I'm able to like just reverse engineer it. And, you know, I, it, it, it's, it's, it's not, I don't want to sell it so short and say it's not brilliant, but um, it's not hard. Well, sometimes the simplest and best, you know, are, or the, the best are simple, right? I mean, brilliant, all that kind of jazz. Don't overcomplicate it. It's just like, cool. It's just, I'm a big fan, obviously, like I said before, of the one thing by Gary Keller, yeah. Yeah. speaker, trainer, and he, he's got a question on there that says, what is the one thing such by doing it makes everything else easy or unnecessary? Yeah. I spent all, I can spend the next 20 years trying to capture 26,000 people on a database, or if I can add value to the gatekeepers that already have databases, it, it, it's game over. That reminds me of the book, Who Not How. Have you yes. heard of that one? Yeah. Love it. Love it. That's a good one. That's, it was a flywheel for me when I just switched it from how can I do this to who can help me? Yeah. And what got you here won't get you there. It's also another great one. Beautiful. Love that. All right. With a few minutes that we got left, I want to um, bounce back briefly on the um, working the mega agent teams because I got MMI open and I'm looking at the, the buy side agent relationships. And, and I've looked at a lot of these. You do have probably an inordinate amount of, compared to other top producers that I've looked at, an inordinate, how can I say this? Inordinate amount of uh, 
capture of volume. Like I'm looking at Christy, Terry, Lance, yep. uh, you know who these people are at KW, yep. 21, 21 deals, 12, 10. What I see most often when I look at most, you know, people in the same stratosphere as you is I see a few gathered at the top and then tons of onesie twosies. Yeah. So how has that changed or evolved for you beings that, you know, we know now your plan is to go after these huge teams. You know, as candidly, it's probably going to start changing. And uh, Denise and I were at a seminar this last week and she said one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard. Hmm. And Denise said that she's learned to fish with a fishing net instead of fish with a fishing pole. Mm -hmm. I've been fishing with a fishing pole and landing whales. Mm -hmm. Right. But I've hit a ceiling of 200 million plus where if like you look at Denise's MMI, she's working with a lot of solo agents. She's not working with any mega agents. Right. So I want y'all to look at my business and Denise's business. We both do 200 million plus of the loans, but I work with mega agents. She works with solo agents. There's multiple ways to do it. Mm -hmm. My niche is coaching. Mm -hmm. If I went after solo agents, they don't really give a rip about coaching. They're just trying to sell a house to make the car payment. So I took what I'm really good at, which is coaching leadership models, systems, technologies, and went the direction of who, who I'm going to go after the most, and the most amount of success, which is mega agents. And they appreciate that type of leadership. Denise is equally great at all those things, but she's 10 times better than me at branding. And then she's, she's, she's figured out her niche. Mm. So just because like I'm landing whales, I need you loan officers to understand there's multiple ways of doing it. And there is no right or wrong way. Just figure out what works well for your personality, your behavioral style, and what you enjoy doing. Right. That is the ticket right there, which, you know, again, for a lot of, uh, well, my listeners and or members, one of the ways that I help them do that is providing value through classes. And that's the way you can have a wide net, you know, cast that wide net, get a lot of people in, sift, sort, all that kind of jazz. That's one way to kind of scale your database and build your brand locally. Um, okay. Um, what are you planning for 2023? What do you, what are you changing? Anything just subtle changes or any big changes? Um, yeah, I'm getting out of production. I'm pretty much out of production now. So uh, I've created a succession plan. I brought it up on sales mastery on the stage there. And the succession plan was I've taken the $200 million team. I've got now it's team Wally's retired. Now it's team Shane, team CJ, Team Dominic, Team Colton, Team Jessica. And now the loans go in their name. Now it's their database. They got to keep up the standard of the annual mortgage abuse, everything from there. But now the loans are in theirs. So now I've got seven, eight hours of my day back of coaching and leadership and creating content. So working on a book, working on academies, working on content, and the work on the coaching program here coming up. But it's just, I've got a passion in adding value but I've got to create content to coaching so I can be valuable to loan officers. Right. Yeah. Which I think you've been valuable so far, obviously for many who followed you and seen you at various events and on podcasts, et cetera. So you're already doing that. Uh, you're just going to take it up a notch and I'm on your site, which we're going to put a link to this in the show notes, which is coachwally.com. Uh, and I love the fact that what I can see there is you're kind of like in that, you look like you're at MIT actually with that big, <laughs> <laughs> and the big formulas on the board. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna see what what's on there. <laughs> um, it looks good, man. I don't even know what's on there. videos. You what? Under the latest videos, your YouTube videos there, you got your black grease board with your tracking and all the, the lessons that you're teaching there. Okay. Yeah. So, and it, I, I mean, I just love teaching classes and, yeah. Um, and yeah, the videos, the break. Yeah. That, so that it's cool. That first one's one of my favorite ones. It's just 2013, 36 million, then it goes to 45 and it goes 80 million and, and how I did that. And, well, it, there's one of my favorite ones to talk about is, you know, how to double your business and double your time off. Mm. double your business and double your time off. It's, you know, it's focused on building an offensive team, which <laughs> helps you prospect and then also help empowering them to handle the defense aspect of doing the loans. Mm. I think that most mortgage loan officer teams hit a ceiling of probably 50, 60 million a year, which I'm not a dog in that volume, but for them to get to hundred million or 200 million, there can't be just the team leader and a bunch of minions around them. Once a team leader exits, those minions will fail. Mm. But what's super cool about the team that I've built today that I've now have taken the team and CJ, you know, did 50 million last year. Now he's doing 75 million this year during this negative shift that we're in. But he's, they've got the ability to, they, I've taught them how to fish. I've just not given them fish. So if you can teach your team how to fish, they can help you fish. If you can teach your team how to fish, they can help you fish. Mm. And we've definitely heard some ideas on how to fish here today. So we want to thank you for that. And those who want to learn more about your next phase here, growing into coaching and everything, coachwally.com. We'll put that link in the show notes. Hey man, this has been a crash course clinic on how to revolutionize your business. Seriously. Fantastic. Thank you. You bet. And on there, Coach Wally, if anybody wants to go on there and set up a Zoom or appointment with me, feel free to, and we'll get some scheduled. Awesome. All right, listeners, hope you like this one. You know what to do if you did. Hey, leave us a review, check the links in the show notes, and I will see you on the next one. Hey guys, what's up real quick. Uh, you've heard about the mortgage marketing pro membership before. And I just want to quickly remind you if that you're in a place in your business where you simply need more purchase loans, you need to fill your pipeline with purchase business. Let's just face it. Agents are still a solid pillar of business and sources of purchase business for you. Well, good news. Our Mortgage Marketing Pro membership helps loan officers like you close more loans without the hassle of chasing agents or cold calling. Done for you agent classes, expert training videos, a marketing automation platform that automates the entire process for you, everything you need to build your personal brand in your local market, attract and convert agents into referral partners, plus done for you proven marketing materials and plug and play content to make promoting your class, getting agents butts and seats, partnering with affiliates real easy. But that's not all. You'll also get access to our weekly mastermind calls with top LOs, authors, speakers, and coaches to learn the best strategies to grow your business right now in today's market. And as an extra bonus for a limited time, for all new members, you'll get access to a database of 200 agents in your local market that have closed anywhere to, from eight to 50 transactions in the last 12 months. And we'll provide that list upload into our platform for you so you can get off to a fast start 
in reaching actually productive agents. So what are you waiting for? You can check out more at mortgagemarketing.pro, see more of the success stories there. And if you feel compelled to do so, book a call. We'll have a chat. We'll see if it's a fit. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your mortgage business to the next level right now. Head over to mortgagemarketing.pro.